Welcome back to another episode of Born Again Bow Hunting Podcast. Um, it's about eleven thirty right now, so you know something good happened. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, at night, at night. So we got some good stories to tell you here. We're pumped. Yeah. We got some juiciness to spill. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, go so, ahead. Break so the we're news. just we're just gonna start right into it. I shot an old velvy. <laughs> Velvet buck. Down Zone. in Kentucky. We're all so jealous. It hurts. Dude, it, it like I, hurting my soul looking went, at that thing. I'm like so jealous. Dude, we went to the gas station. I literally popped open the the tailgate of the truck and was petting. The, <laughs> yeah, the, the whole time gas is pumping. I was just, just like, dude, dude, I have never felt velvet in real life. It's so cool. It's it is amazing. So, cool. so yeah, if you haven't figured out by now, I shot a velvet buck. And it was an absolute blast. Dude, one of the best hunts I've ever been on. Oh, so cool. It was so much fun. Okay, so we're going to start this off. Let's talk about the wind bump and yes. all that. So we started out the evening kind of early. Um, we had the spot that we've been hunting a lot. I, w- I don't want to say we burned it out, but we no. definitely we burn it out. <laughs> okay, we, <laughs> we can be out. honest. We were in there every, every night. night. Every night we burn it out hard. Yes. So this is the same place that Matt had the encounter with the like one twenty five, one thirty velvet buck, and almost got him a couple times. And then this is the spot where I killed. Matt killed. This is the spot where Black had his encounters with the bucks that he misses, had encounters my with. Misses. <laughs> the ones that Black missed. I'm calling them encounters, buddy. I, I like encounters better. <laughs> That's what I'm sticking with. You helped me out tonight, so I'm going to go easy on you. <laughs> what a guy, what a guy. So we go into this spot, and we just we had to give it like a one more shot. One more shot. Just yeah. because the bucks were in there so much. So we kind of decided to do a, like a wind bump. Um, I sat... Where Matt had been sitting, Black sat. Where I had my missus. hundred yards away, where he had his <laughs> misses, and old Maddie just kind of took a stroll through where we knew the deer had been bedding, and just slowly zigzagged, worked his way from the outside in, just hopefully getting anything up on its feet and bumping yeah, it out yeah. towards either myself or Black. Yep. And it worked perfectly. I mean, it it did what we thought. I mean, the deer did what we thought they'd do. Um, but so I had a doe fawn and like a five inch spike, fuzzy spike come out. They never presented shots. I wasn't going to shoot the doe because she had a fawn that still had spots and they closest they got was 76 yards and they were, they weren't on high alert, but yeah, they, they weren't just stopped feeding I mean, they you could tell that definitely tell that Matt had bumped them. Yeah, they were on edge a um, little bit. Oh yeah, yeah. But they weren't like, you know, booking it or anything. But I did, so I got some footage of them. But I didn't take a shot at any of them, and Black didn't see anything. Unfortunately, they came to me and not him. But and I I really do think that that unless unless they were bedded down tight, I really do think that was all that was in that woods because I I do too. I zigzagged hard, and I started at the very back, and then there's a water source at the very back, and I started all the way back there and went, like, I walked a horizontal line or whatever. I walked, you know, down, I should say. I don't know, I don't know what I'm looking for. I walked across the woods and then came 50 yards closer to you guys and we walked across again, 
I made two passes to where your woods was, like your section. So I started out there and then came back and then made another pass, came back, and then made one more pass for Jarrett. So I made three or four passes in a, a small timber. Yeah, like not a big piece. Not a big piece. And we only jumped three deer out of it. So Well, so I don't think we necessarily burned it all out. Those beans have really been changing since we've gotten here. And that's that big true. field is yes. very yellow. Very so, yellow. Like almost completely yellow. Yes. So not that we haven't overhunted it maybe a little bit, but I think maybe they We're have moved just food source because you've been in the back or somebody's been in the back and they've been back in the hay field more than up front even in those beans for me and black. So yeah. I think maybe they possibly have changed food sources That's, a little bit too. It's definitely possible. I mean, the mix of the beans changing, yes, the hunting every night i think it just kind of had moved at least the bucks out yeah. of there yeah i agree so basically we just made a last ditch effort because you guys are going home tomorrow morning tomorrow morning mm-hmm. yep uh, Jarrett and kev are heading out of camp and we figured this was their last night let's give it all that we got so yeah, yeah we I, wanted to throw something different into it too. yeah so i had already filled my tag obviously so i volunteered to be the bird dog and you know it kind of worked you know yep. but in in you know, if everything happens for a reason, you know, we didn't have success there, but we had success elsewhere. Right. So, so we get done with the wind bump. It's like six, We had an hour and a half. Yeah, we had yeah. an hour and a half. Before illegal was up. So we all jump back in the truck, and we're like, well, we might as well go to this bean field that's not far that we also have permission in and at least look and see if there's any deer. And if there is, I mean, throw a spot and stuff. And stalk that's what i was thinking yes yeah, because stalk. it's not like we're it's quite a big bean field there's not really any way that we're gonna cut them off somewhere because they stay in that bean field right. once they get into it and, until dark and if they're in the field already it's not like we can go and get into a tree right or anything like that i, I mean it was it ground was just, and pound yeah, for, sure. for sure so we did a lap around the bean field and we didn't see anything but we just decided Matt had uh, a couple cell cams that needed to be pulled since we're going to be leaving here shortly. So we just decided, well, let's just stick it out. I mean, Kevin and I had sat there two, at least two nights yep. and seen deer, but they didn't come at t- towards any trees that we could be in. So we just decided, let's do it. Let's just sit. Let's just be here until dark. Um, so Black and Kevin actually got right up, and they were pretty adamant to go sit. And I was just going to stand and watch on top of the one hill. And old Black, he just talked me into it. He, I walk away from the truck without my bow, and he's like, dude, you're not even going to take your bow with you? I'm like, no. You blew him off like three times. Yeah, he was really yeah. adamant, dude. Yeah. And he's like, dude, I mean, at least he's like, literally go sit in the middle of the bean field since there's no deer out there. I mean, he's like, with your luck, I mean, you'll ram- <laughs> you'll Rambo something. He's like, I can see you sitting out in those beans with, you know, a couple bean plants on your head, just <laughs> raising up out of the beans. And I'm like, <laughs> he talked me into it. I'm like, fine. So him and Kev take off, and I run back to the truck and get my bow and get everything, get my grab a camera. And I start heading up into the beans, and I walk right past Maddie as he's getting up in a tree and taking one of his cell cams down. And I'm like, dude, I'm just going to go out in these beans and sit. And he's like, no, oh, okay. You know, it's a little weird, but all right. So I am walking out into the beans, and I get to this. There's like a high rise in the center of the field. And I'm like, I'm just going to sit right behind that. That way I can just kind of poke my head up 
I'll see everything in between myself and where you guys, Black mm-hmm. and Kevin, were going to go sit. So I get situated. I set my point of view camera down. And I'm like, I'll just turn it on and have it on myself if something ever comes out. So I pick up my binos because I'm like, I need to get a better look at where Kevin Black are sitting because I knew they were going to sit right on this corner on the edge of the field. And I'm looking through my binos and all of a sudden a velvet buck, two velvet bucks are just all of a sudden standing right, <laughs> right in my glass. <laughs> I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh my goodness. So I just instantly stop looking for them and drop because and my first initial thought was they were, like, way on the other side of the field, like, 40 yards from you guys, where yeah. I thought you guys were. Yeah. And I was like, well, old Black might get a chance. So I turn around, and Matt is still up in the tree getting his camera out. <laughs> I'm, like, whistling at him, like, hey. And he looks at me, and I'm, like, pointing out in the field. And he just, like, looks out in the field and glasses, and he just looks back at me. And I start getting pretty adamant. I'm like, <laughs> There is deer out here. <laughs> and he, he sees, like, he can see my face. And he goes, he, like, points down to the ground, like, you want me to get down? I'm like, get down. <laughs> <laughs> so he gets down, crawls out to me, which is, like, a good 50, 60 yards. Yeah, at least, yeah. And he's like, what, what? I'm like, dude, there's velvet bucks out here in between <laughs> me and black. And he's like, really? And so he gets up and looks at his binos. He's like, Dude, they're not far. Yeah. Like, I know. <laughs> and Meanwhile, I'm just still taking my time, like, unstrapping the camera. Because I binoed, and I didn't see anything. So I just assumed that, like, you saw deer near where Black and Kevin were, and you were just, like, start getting down in case you spook them. And I'm just, like, untwisting my, my, pan, or my solar panel and, like, unstrapping everything and just, like, tossing stuff on the ground and... Finally, I get everything bundled together, and I crawl out to you, and I'm like, what are you, what's know, your dude, deal, I'm dude? Waiting for, I'm like, dude, you need to hurry up. <laughs> and you're like, there's bucks right here. And I stand up, and I just kind of like nonchalantly pull my binos up, and they're at like 100 yards, yeah. if that. Yeah, and I, so I, I'm just freaking out. Like, I didn't know what to do, because we literally were just joking about being out in the field spot and spot-stalking some bucks. So it ended up being this... Dude, I still don't even count to the points. He's, he's like a five point. No, I think he's a seven, right? No, one, I think two, five or six. Three, yeah, four. Five or six. He doesn't have a one brow tine, I think. He's a six. Yeah. Yeah, he's a six. He's got four and two. He's. I mean, he's a basket rack. Yeah. You're he's a half basic. Year old, yep. But he's in full fuzzy. Full. And that was fuzzy. <laughs> yeah, full fuzzy. <laughs> that so, was one of the big things to come down here and chase. Right. Yeah. This Our is, goal was velvet. This yeah. is the point. Not really the point. It is hundred percent. You get to come down here and you get to chase deer that are not we that can't are do in it velvet. At home. No, no, you you cannot do this yeah. in Ohio. For the last, now, every time I come down here, that's my goal. Yes. Because we don't get we don't get the opportunity at no. And to have one in velvet is just so unique. And I promise you, if there'd have been, I'm not joking. I promise you, if there'd have been. 130, 140 incher hard horned out there, and him and still full fuzzy. I I would have shot the full fuzzy. I got, I'm not joking. So That's a life goal. Of so mine. this deer is one that we actually saw twice. The two sets yeah, that Kevin and I yeah. had, we saw him, and I told Kevin, I'm like, dude, I would shoot that deer. You told me that this morning in the stand. I did. We yeah. were in the tree this morning. I said, dude, if 
if they if somebody gave me like a choice, like you could go and sit here, and you know maybe shoot like a one thirties hard horn, or you could go back there and one hundred percent shoot the fuzzy, which we thought was a fuzzy forky, and I was like, dude, I would go and shoot the fuzzy forky all day long. I yeah. told him that this yeah, morning. I, we I understand. Uh, maybe not a forky, but the deer you killed, yes. yes. I would have. Well, I we thought asked. it was a forky because we had only seen him from like 200 yards away yeah. in our binos. You couldn't see that crooked point. Yeah. And you couldn't see his other side, really. Yeah. He just looked like he had just like long beams, beams and, yeah. and a point. And yeah. Forky. But it was definitely him. Correct. Definitely him. Definitely him. So when I saw that deer stand up, I was like, that's him. He's full fuzzy still. He's actually got more points than I thought. He's dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and. <laughs> so we <laughs> it's so funny because this is just crazy i had my point of view camera but i'm running a 10 to 18 wide angle wide lens. angle yeah. no zoom absolutely none it's literally for just filming like your face your body yeah so old maddie pulls out his cell phone and he's like we're gonna film with this because we didn't have a real camera with us because we weren't really planning on doing this yeah. <laughs> so we kind of noticed that he's they're just chilling, just eating, yeah. kind of bedded. And there's this wide strip of beans that runs the whole length of the of the bean field. And that's what I was sitting in to begin with because I figured if you had to move, it's quiet, it's fast. So we just start working at 20 yards at a time, crawling on our hands and knees, getting closer and closer and closer. We... Got all the way into 41 yards. Yards. On our hands and knees. On our hands and knees. Crawling through beans. So we kind of make our last move and get into what 41 yards ended up being. And all of a sudden, we're looking up at the, the fuzzy bucks. And past them, about another, I don't know, 80 yards. Yeah, it was it was yards, probably. You, yeah. So if when you watch the video, you'll be able to see their heads in behind my deer as you shoot. Yeah. As I shoot them, yeah, yeah. you got to pay attention because otherwise you're focused right. on your deer. So and there's you don't notice so these two hard horned eight points come out of the tree line, and they come out way closer to Black and Kevin. Yeah, and I'm like, oh my goodness, this it's nuts. All of a sudden, we what went from. We're just gonna sit to run out the daylight. Yeah, just because we're into here, you have to. a four buck, just piled. We're Hands just, and knees just scrambling. Yeah, yeah. So I start thinking, man, if I shoot this deer, I'm gonna mess up those other deer for black. I just, I don't know. That's just how I am. Yeah, no, I'm I, like, I respect that. I'm like, man, if I shoot this, and then they run away, and then it's like, why well, ruined that? And luckily, Matt was like listen we just crawled into 40 yards of this thing i mean if those deer you know who knows what those other deer are going to do maybe they're just going to turn around and go back in the tree line yeah you know i told jared basically i just said if the shot presents itself we have to take it yeah because we didn't know where you guys were Mm -hmm. yeah and we didn't know where black and kevin were and we're within 40 yards and i'm like dude if the good lord gives us a shot we got to take it yeah so Matt had his hoodie on and everything, and I just had what I'm wearing now, just short sleeve shirt, hat. Hat. So I was staying down most of the time, and Matt would be peeking up with his binos and ranging for me. So he ranges him 41, and he's like, dude, 
I mean, I told you to peek at it. I was yeah, like, I think like, you can you make that shot. Yeah. So I peeked up. You can see his whole head and his back, and probably about four inches down of his back. Yeah. So well enough to make a shot and be able to kind of guess where his vitals are. And he has just turned straight away from me, looking towards those other bucks that just peeked out into the field. So, I mean, it is per- like I can get up, draw, everything. Like, he's not going to know. Yep. So, finally, I just told Matt, I'm like, I got to take a shot. So, I just dial her to 41. And Matt, actually, he was like, range the back of that deer's head and make sure your range finder is saying the same thing. So, I range him 41. Dial. I'm like, all right, I'm just going to pull back and I'm just going to let it go. Yeah, dude. It was- and... I went to pull back, actually, and the little spike buck was staring at us, and Matt's like, oh, whoa, 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 wait, 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 and finally, I just pulled it back, and he's like, just focus, clean shot, and I raised up on my knees, and I tried to put that pin, I tried to follow his neckline down, and just go a couple inches back from where his neck met his back, Yeah. and I tried to hold my pin right at the top of the beans. And just yeah, as I remember before you shot, I told yeah, you aim, said aim for the aim, for, aim the beans. for the beans basically because that's where his vitals were, and I knew with that cut on contact and your arrow yes. setup, you would have just blown right through those. Beans. Especially oh, yeah. s- like knowing from our the, my doe from earlier in the week, I had no questions. Yeah. So the shot broke, man, and just pummeled. Center him, punched dude. him. Center double long. <laughs> Whap! Oh, another diaphragm pop. And dude, I am so impressed with the footage from the phone. It's it's great. Shout out iPhone. Yeah, seriously, it looks the newest great. One is. <laughs> so he takes a run, and gets. He ran a hundred yards. Yeah, at least a hundred yards. Yeah. And he almost piles up, and then he basically just goes right in this tree line and piles right up. Yeah. And I, it doesn't hit me for like. Well, good... you were more concerned about black. So then, as soon as you shot, as soon as I shoot, you bino yeah. to see if those deer left. I'm looking to see if those and you're deer like, there. stay down, Matt. Stay down. The bucks are still there. They're Maybe black. Yep, get they a were shot. still there. Yeah. So I'm like, just making sure those bucks are still there. And then it hits me. I'm like, dude, I just shot a full fuzzy deer. <laughs> Velvet. Yeah. The last day before black I leave. Last night. Yeah. And then, uh, so my buck crashes, and that spike followed my deer. And as soon as he saw that my deer crash he blows and freaks out and it actually causes the other bucks to just get out of dodge but meanwhile but meanwhile we find out the blacks just at pull full draw full draw <laughs> two times yeah it was yeah, pure, touch, yeah it was, so talk about it it was pure madness because at that point in time uh jared had texted me and you know said did you see those bucks did they walk right past you we had no idea like, no, they must have went down the other side. So I was like, well, you know, we should, you know, try and get it, our eyes on them. So we walked to the corner, and uh, in the corner there's a uh, pine tree row that goes all the way down. So mm-hmm. we stick our heads inside there, and we're just trying to look to see where the deer are in the beans. Trying to get eyes on them before yeah. we can make a move. Because if they were closer to him, I was, just, you know, just going to try and set up just in case – they might have bumped them back to, you know, from them, and then I got a chance at them, and yeah. if I bumped them, you know, you guys yeah. get a chance. So we get down there, and I'm like, I don't see anything. So I'm like, just keep blasting, keep blasting. We're looking, and we're looking. And finally, I see these things. They're like 70 yards. I'm like, oh, they're a lot closer than I thought. <laughs> yeah, okay. so, like, 
in retrospect, these deer were bedded in the beans. In the beans were in really tall beans. We couldn't see them. Yep. <laughs> and they're just under they our just noses. Stood up right in the Literally. middle of the bean field. Right in between us, basically. Yeah, Literally yeah. in between us, like probably exactly halfway in between both yeah. of us. Yeah, it was it was probably exactly right in between us. And so we finally we get eyes on them and I can see they're kind of working towards you guys, so I'm like, well, they're down there. And at this point in time, I've got my eyes focused on these deer. And I can't see them because I'm, like, behind you and to your right a little bit, so I have no visual on these deer out in the field. And then old Kev's just like, well, there's this eight point in the beans right here. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I see it. I'm looking at the eight point, which I thought the fuzzy deer was the eight point. I'm like, yeah, he's a little bit bigger than the other one. And he goes, no, no, this one's hard horned. And I was like, what? I just <laughs> I'm like this, looking around. <laughs> I have this perfect little hole off to my right, and I just happen to look over there, and he's just standing there, like not looking at us, but looking in our direction. In your direction, yeah. Like, I think maybe you heard us crack a stick or something, you know. Walking just, through them pines. Yeah. yeah. He's just looking over in our direction. I'm like, oh, he is right here. Um, but we had one little hole, so I tried to scoot back and get black over when he would look down to feed or look over into the bean field for these other deer, the velvet deer. Um, finally, we get over there in position. You get to full draw on the thing. Yeah, I, I, I took like a step over, and it was just really hard because he kind of knew something was there. So every time I take a step, his head kind of, you know, look our way, and I'm yeah. like, dang it. So I'd be mid-step, put my foot back down. Then finally I got to move over, and I got to draw. And I had ranged him at this point in time, and he was at 50 yards right on the dot. And he was kind of anxious and had his, you know, he's kind of focused on those other deer but and on us at the yeah, same he time. Was, he was kind of worried about two things. So then I just let down. I was, wasn't feeling comfortable at that point in time because I thought 50 yards is pretty far for a deer that's on, a, you know, a high alert. Yep. So then he goes back to feeding, and I'm like, okay, here we go. Now we might have a chance. And he started to make his way towards us just a little bit yeah he well he got to 47 i think it was yeah. the thing it was so i was i was getting fired up at that point in time and <laughs> trying to find this hole then well i'm looking at this eight point now that he finally has his eyes on but when we were first talking we were talking about two different deer because these eight points are five yards apart and i'm looking at the other one i was like no no he, he's not in the beans he's like no no he is <laughs> I'm like, no, he's not. <laughs> With just so much confusion because yeah. there's two boxers side by sides, both eight pointers. Very similar too. Yeah. So it was just all kinds of confusion. Like, you know, we and got I a million can... things going on at once, and I'm like trying to get in into position. Kevin's doing a great job talking me through everything, laying down some good footage too, and it's just not working out because there's this one hole, and then next thing you know, the buck must have took off. Uh, after after Jared's that shot, it was probably blew. one of the shot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, then the little spike blew, so they kind of you know boogered out of there and they just walked out and they walked from where we were sitting. They walked like five ten yards in yeah. front of where we were sitting. It well, was unbelievable. Well, the one almost went to go across the tree row within five less than five yards of where we were sitting. Yeah, um, and then he kind of came back out into that hayfield a little bit. And then at this point, I could see both of the bucks because originally I could just see the one out in the beans. You know, I didn't know the other one was there. <laughs> um, and then they both came out, and I'm like, oh, man. And then 
too many bucks and no <laughs> yeah, what we're talking about. Listen, we're we went it. from not seeing a deer for like three days to now we got four, four bucks, bucks in our yeah. laps. Out. We didn't know what to do with ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, they're just running around. I'm like, these things are literally just coming out of everywhere. So I turn around to go through this hole we just crawled through to get eyes on the first fuzzy deer. So we just crawled in this hole and I turn around to get, and I'm facing that hole and it's, there's vines going through growing through it and i didn't realize this so i'm like trying to put my bow up i got it drawn back these guys stop at 35 yards broadside and i'm like and they're looking back yeah they're, they're looking not back even looking towards us at this it's point. because of that so little they're, spark. they're yeah. looking where the art my deer so to rewind to get a paint the better picture you shot your buck Jared. yep it dies the spike that was with him blows which causes the bucks that you guys were hunting black to kind of move off they're looking back you guys are also moving with them you get the full draw and then what happens? So, I'm drawn back, and the hole is just too tall for me. If I'd had some high heels on, I could have made it. I'm telling you, like I need like three inch. inches. Put I was some lifts in his boots. I was to the point of asking Kevin, like, "Hey, just put me on your shoulders. It's fine. <laughs> like, I'm not too proud." <laughs> so I'm leaning up in this hole, and I'm just like, "I can't. I can't shoot. It's too high." And then could I can't you shoot see underneath them with your sight. Or could you not see them? At I all? could see them with my sight, but you knew your arrow wouldn't. Clear. Yeah, my arrow is gonna straight just go through all, all those pine fire. branches, and I'm just like, I keep like trying to step on my tippy toes. I'm like, this just can't happen. Like it's too much, and I, and I bend down, and I'm like, there's not a hole here I can shoot through, and they're just standing there, and they're more worried about that buck that blew yeah, that down there. Spike. Yep. Yeah, they forgot about us. Yeah, they, they instantly didn't care. So then I'm like, so I'm close. trying to push through the this like little opening, and I didn't realize there was the vines, like I yeah. said. So I'm like trying to push my bow through, and I'm getting stuck. Now I'm getting mad, so I just grab my knife and I'm just like chopping, <laughs> and I chop this you vine were, down. You were moving pretty aggressively, like making a lot of noise there, dude. Yeah, I, well, I knew they were moving, so I was like, I can move with them at this point in time. Yeah. yeah. And there's a uh, right in that hayfield. There's a just a single tree. Yep. yep. I knew that was gonna give me cover for them if they just decide to stop and look back and i'm like that might give me a just solid a like 35 second, 40 yeah. yard shot where they might calm down too mm-hmm. as soon as i get through they're kind of relaxing there's another deer coming through but then my mistake when we got up to move i left my thermosel laying there and it's running it's just over there cooking and that wind's just blowing right at those deer and it just makes them more and more nervous so yeah. they just take off and out of my life. Yeah. <laughs> you could tell when the one, the thermosel hit its nose because he blew yep. instantly and was out of there. Yep. And then the other two followed him. Shout out, thermosel. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Correct your stuff. Deterring ticks and bucks. <laughs> yeah. It was the most fun, hectic night. Like, I did not think it was going to go this way at no. all. No, and no. that's the best part of it. It was so sporadic. Dude, and at one point in time, I looked at 